Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. And we are the Moron Bros. Every single week we are bringing you some of the greatest, fastest, and thrashiest music from across the internet and more. And this week we are joined by our musical Madness in March tournament champions, Wraith. (laughs) That is Mike, Matt, Jason, and... Oh my god, how Chris. am I doing? Chris, I'm an idiot. Oh my god, please kill me. Please I'll kill just me. Leave. Please kill me, dude. Please he's fucking the, kill he's me. He's the bass player. Yeah, it's alright, I'm out. Kill me. <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking done. What is my career about? Anyway. Ask guys, every, thank you so every much. Every bass player asks himself that all the time. When Wraith yeah, is here, everybody. Band member names. Wraith is here, everybody. We love him. Uh, yeah, we we like talked about a bunch of stuff already. Yeah, and you can find that on the podcast that we will be releasing simultaneously this week. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say simultaneously. It's going to take me uh, more time to edit the, the long, okay. long form. Uh, but we were talking about new songs coming up from Wraith. We we're talking about shows coming up from Wraith. Uh, the, there's for I would like to know you know here at the punk rock channel if anybody's like why why do we have a metal band on a you don't listen to this show at all clearly really? and, and b uh like thrash metal and thrash punk are like they are the bridge absolutely yeah I would agree with that hundred <clears> percent 
and like some bands like you have the, the guars and the fucking day glow abortions of the world uh and even the motorheads that really rode that line oh yeah and i would even say wraith even though i would say yeah, also that they are yeah, much you guys you guys definitely have a um an affinity towards the classic thrash sound which I is love it. what i love the most yeah i yeah. think we we all listen to a lot of punk so i think it just like is natural for it to bleed into like a lot of the songwriting i think we take a lot of the like structural elements from punk songs uh, just trying to be like efficient with time and and have everything kind of pack a punch that is yeah. what I appreciate the most. Yeah, about the you efficiency guys, with time. Is you guys really appreciate the amount of time that a song needs to be. I love it. Well, I was going to say, too, it's kind of funny, but like, you know, this like 20 year long musical journey I've been on literally started with punk and it started with, you know, Dead Kennedys and Bad Religion. And like that was my first foray into like music that wasn't my parents' music, you know. So it's kind of funny, but that's you said the bridge, and I, I totally agree with that because like that was the bridge that got me into thrash metal, and got me you know thrash metal got me into the lead guitar players, you know the the Marty Friedmans and the Chris Polins and the, oh, the know, Marty Friedmans, Kirk Hammett, you know all those guys, and then that kind of led me on a whole other path. But it really was in the beginning just that short to the point, aggressive, pissed off sound, and that that's that's what got me into music, you know. So I, I always have an affinity for all that old shit. Still, do. I was I was walking the other direction in that bridge where my pops was a big metalhead. So there's a lot of Megadeth and stuff going on for me, and then that bridged me into thrash punk, and then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> so how is everybody doing this week, guys? I usually just ask CJ, but now I'm asking everybody, how are we doing? I'm wonderful, man. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Can't complain. Except I'm Keegan, for- pretty well myself. I was gonna well, say, well Keegan now, forgot my name. I was gonna say, well now I feel like a total fucking ass. I can't even talk anymore, guys. This isn't even my show anymore. <laughs> I've lost all control. I've lost all control. Please, I'll, I'll just see myself out. But before I do see myself out, we have the one thing to do. The first thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bro Show is we do our weeks in review through songs. It's not necessarily a song that uh, sums up the week, even though it can be. Uh, it's usually just a song that kind of has been jamming to a lot. Uh, but since we have six of us on the show this week, we've kind of decided to amalgamate it down. Me and CJ have been jamming to the cover that we found of the Real Slim Shady, which is basically just a dude ripping apart his trumpet for like four and a half minutes. It's yeah, awesome. To the tune of Real oh, Slim yeah. Shady. Yeah, it's like my favorite song ever now uh, since I heard it last, uh, like our last show. One of show. the only three jazz songs I deem acceptable to listen to. And so, <laughs> and so that'll be our, our week in review. Uh, do you guys want to explain your uh, weekly pick? Um, yeah, I, I, I will. So, I mean, one of the, the bands that I guess is like in the middle of the Venn diagram of the four of us, you know, it was, it was Metallica for sure. I mean, without a doubt, there's a few, I'd say probably maybe I could count them on both my hands. You know, those would be the bands that we all agree on. So usually um, our typical hangout is we get the Bluetooth speaker, someone starts a queue. And uh, if we're trying to kind of, you know, get something going without killing the vibe or killing the mood, typically it's going to be, Metallica and typically it's going to be something off of and justice for all. So usually we'll just start that record right at the beginning. You get the reverse guitars fading in, uh, crack some beers and then we'll see where the night takes us. But uh, blackened is always 
the go-to, I would say. All right, Blackened by Metallica. All right, we got Ollie Parker coming up next with the real Slim Shady Metallica. After that, with Blackened, you're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out. Thank you. 
Black and Metallica there. Ollie Parker before that with uh, The Real Slim Shady. Uh, usually we would do our musical history. However, this week, uh, because we have, again, so many guests and we are so thankful to have them, uh, we will be foregoing our musical history to ask them about their musical history. Uh, so we're not asking them about their musical history. We're just having them pick some songs. Well, we were having them pick some songs of like their friends that are bands. So these are bands yeah. that they have that's found in the history, history of their band. Fans. Yeah, that's what I was kind of. I was like, I was really fair enough. I was really jamming that in there. But hey, making right. it work. Yeah. Uh, so th- yeah, they this week will be telling us a little bit about the bands that they picked for this voiceover. Well, the first band we picked. Uh, they're called Grave Ripper. They're from Central Indiana. They're good boys. They play very fast music. Um, I think probably a little more black metal influence than we have. But uh, we played a bunch of shows with them. We have some shows in the future that we're going to play with them. Uh, we just get along really well. A lot of the there's just a lot of kind of camaraderie between the two bands, and I think all of us are very similar as people and very similar goals. So. Usually when we play together, it's always a blast. We're just hanging out, drinking beers, talking about music. But first song we picked is Grave Ripper, Cherenkov Light. Sweet. Uh, so we got Grave Ripper. Uh, you guys want to tell us about Mulder? Sure. Mulder is from Chicago. They are also buddies of ours. We've played a bunch of shows with them, uh, kind of in the sh- in, mostly in Chicago, I guess, Chicagoland area. We played in the, uh, Milwaukee with them as well. but. Um, our buddy Aaron is in that band and he's been coming to shows. I think he's probably, man, the name sounds familiar. I think my old drummer used to be in the Marinos and guys, maybe that could be. Who's their drummer's name now? They just got a new drummer. I do not know his name. Okay. But, um, Aaron is probably Slimer. like, no, okay. I was like, man, is that his band? But no, his band's called Slimer. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the singer Aaron's probably like seven to ten years younger than us, but he, him and his dad have been at shows for like as long as I can remember. Um, he's been just kind of floated around the metal scene forever. He's been in a bunch of bands. Um, but yeah, I started Mulder. Their second record is coming out, I believe, later this summer on Prosthetic Records, and they've released a couple singles so far, and it's really, really good. So I'm stoked to hear it. Yeah, so if you guys are big fans of Wraith, definitely check out Gravedigger. Check out Mulder. Grave uh, Ripper. Grave Ripper. We were talking about Gravedigger right. a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, I, don't, I think we talk about monster trucks more than we should, really. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the no sign of a there. good show, though. I, like, when are they going to get to EV monster trucks? Like, it's an indoor event. It just makes sense. Right, because <laughs> the emissions, right? You don't want to like, yeah. be breathing all that <laughs> in. I don't know if you've ever been to a monster truck event, but... It's rough on the lungs. Yeah, it's dangerous. And they still won't let you smoke a cigarette inside. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it makes no sense. Do you know how many people would be blasting cigs at the monster truck? <laughs> yeah, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, man. I would just be walking around with a cart and selling them. Right. right. You, you, could, you could make <laughs> a, a full-time job. Because like, they have it at Rosemont. So you're coming from Indiana. Yeah, you, you get a good deal on cigarettes. You have- Nonstop heaters at the monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucy's Eat all day for Just glizzies and heaters. <laughs> That's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> all right, so we got Grave Ripper coming up with Share. Sh- oh, I'm so bad at words. Sh- Sharek. <laughs> God damn it. Aaron Sh- Kovlite. 
Sharon Cobb Light, uh, Mulder after that with decomposed embryos. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. Tonight, more fetal remains are found at that Illinois home of a former abortion doctor who worked here in the state of Indiana. This is a story we've been following now for a week after the doctor's family called us. They found thousands of fetal remains. 
decomposed embryos. Molder there, Grave Ripper before that. Shren Shrekana God damn it. Shrenkov Light. Close enough. You got it. I think you got it on that one. That was pretty close. I had um the top front six teeth removed. It's it's been hard to enunciate certain words ever since then. You have never used that excuse before, but I like it. And no, it is. <laughs> it is literally. It's it's been harder to enunciate certain things. Like I just can't get that. No, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying. Anyway, guys, it's that time of week again. It is time for everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros Show. We're on page 27 of yes. to the top, an unauthorized autobiography. Of the band Hanson, written by old cocksuck and back in the day, Jill Matthews. Loves the dick. She does. She's crazy about it. Uh, Jill Matthews. Make sure to send you, you us keep your best. to do it. Yeah, nobody's sending us any of their best to tell us that's how you say Jill Matthews. Yeah. I don't even know how we got to that, actually, now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it. Now that there's other people in here, it's really hard yeah. for us to do the inside jokes that we do. Yeah, I mean, she sucks... The Jill Matthews sucks cocks back in the day. I think they got the the joke. That right? part, yeah. yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> loves the dick. So this this page, unlike any other page that has not been the start of a chapter, has a header to it. Okay, that header is songwriting. It's a really hard thing to explain. Uh, so let's let's see how they go about explaining it. All right, each week we are reading one page from Mbop to the top and unsolicited. Or unauthorized. It's also unsolicited, but unauthorized autobiography. Unsolicited on our end. Sure. What's that? Unsolicited on our end, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Page uh, 27, CJ, take it away. <coughs> Songwriting is something else that had become second nature to Ike, Taylor, and Zachariah. They've often been quizzed about the process of composing songs and about what inspires them. Who to quizzed them? them? Who quizzed uh, them? They were taken out of school. We, we've discussed this before. I, I don't know. Uh, probably, probably like aged out jazz musicians in the studio. Is that you think? That, that, they were that like... They're, yeah, they're bad hired. <laughs> they had that, yeah. they had, who was their... their... How are you writing these songs? Mm-bop. Is, just... What is it? You're dragging or you're uh, rushing or whatever from that, that movie with the drums? Oh, the with uh, the guy? Oh my god, how am I... I'm, I'm Whiplash. I'm Whiplash. Yeah, it's like their Whiplash guy. You guys yeah, can feel maybe. free to jump in wherever you'd like. I'm sorry that if we if we made it feel like you guys had to take a back seat here. Yeah, if you have any input on the songwriting process that, that says well, I'm just waiting for my time to shine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to hear the Hansons tell it, it all comes naturally. So they're just, they're just fucking... They're, they were born with it, guys. They were born with it, guys. They were lucky. I can see why it's I mean, hard you, to explain. Do you not remember their their greatest their greatest hit? It was amazing. It's, I mean, it is kind of just them humming along to a song. You know what? <laughs> it's all coming together now. They're, they're on to something. Yeah, yeah. Luck though, they are touched by God. You know, <laughs> voices of <laughs> angels. Uh, to hear the Hansons tell it, it all comes naturally, and no one person, the eldest, for instance, has more to say than anyone else. Everybody contributes to everything isaac declares it never happens that any one of us has more input than the other generally someone will start a song and everyone else will chime in that kind of checks out 
Bullshit. Bullshit. That's why Isaac is saying it. He's the oldest. He beat the other two into submission. Is and he he's like, oldest? yeah, no, yeah, no, we, we all write everything equally. Isn't that right, guys? And they're like, yeah, I totally. still don't know which one's the oldest. I just know for sure that Isaac, Zachariah Isaac is, is the, the oldest. Isaac is the oldest. Taylor's the middle. Zachariah is the youngest. Dude, it's, we've been doing this for like half I, a dude, year. Dude, I, I assure you 100% that I do not remember a single page by the next week we get to this. See, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to learn things. Like, I'm starting to pick up a lot about the Hansons. Where are we at here? All right. I mean, I'm I, I'm recalling things about them, but I'm not recalling like you, you know. I'm developing a profile of them in my mind, but I'm not recalling any detailed information. If any of them commit a crime, we will know it was them. <laughs> yeah, because we've we've got a profile. Any hit and runs by fuck bus, we know it was the Hanson brothers. Zach details if either works that way, or we'll all just or we'll all just sit down together and write the whole song. It's just based on who has the best idea. And we will debate over that, Isaac Isaac interrupts. Exactly. (laughs) We will debate over that, Isaac interrupts. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Called it. Called it. Some songwriters start with a melody and add lyrics later. That's that's my go-to. How do you guys like... Do you you write the, the lyrics before you write the music? Or is it the other way around? Or you have like a blend of the both? Uh, lyrics always come last, but sometimes like I'll put song titles, I like always keep a bank of song titles that I think are cool. And okay. if I'm writing a song, somebody like, well, like if might suggest like, oh, this should be called, you know, whatever cloaked in black, or I'll name it preemptively and say, this is going to be cloaked in black. And then that will give me some inspiration to write the lyrics after the fact. But I don't think I've ever written lyrics first and fit them over a song that seems really hard it, it's suited i don't i know people that that do that and it seems so difficult to me to, to try to do it that uh, way i didn't used to do that when we were in a band i would i would like read lyrics to him he's like well how do you want it to sound and i'm like what the fuck does that mean and he's like just sing how you think it is in your head and then he would start writing off of it it was wild yeah dude's a waste of talent <laughs> so- i love him and he's doing nothing with the extreme talents he has you guys uh, ever get that where like when you write a, a uh, like a riff or like you come up with something and like you you play a certain part of it and like you know what you're going to call it immediately because of this like single part you wrote where you're like, ooh, that makes me think of this. And now this is what the song is going to be about. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I just feel like I usually have such a big pool that I and maybe it's limiting, but I'm always kind of dipping into that list to name songs. Well, OK. The funny thing for me with Wraith and like the process that we kind of have, um, you know, cause like <clears throat> I have a few like other bands that I do and stuff and, and it, it's interesting. It's like the process for like naming songs, uh, in, in like other bands have always had like working titles or like if I write lyrics for something else, like have a working title for it and then you name it something like way down the road. But it's kind of cool that like, I don't think anything ever has a working title in Wraith. Like we pretty much name it like Matt has that list that he always shares, like of probably 30 song titles and we'll be like working on a song. And like once it has like two riffs, it'll be like, oh, this is, you know, this song or whatever. This this is Gate Master and then it's Gate Master and it's always Gate Master. And then from there, okay. I know Matt kind of has his process for writing lyrics and stuff and he'll kind of put put words to it. But uh, it's it's kind of cool because it's like the song that for me, they they uh, 
they really kind of find their own identity, you know, pretty yeah. early in the process. Sweet. Yeah. I find that when I'm trying to do creative things, it's better to, uh, like preemptively think like that, like how you do with the song titles and li- limit myself a little bit. Otherwise I'm all over the place. Right. Give yourself guidelines to meet. Yeah. Especially with the ADD. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> I have so many screens. Uh, all right. Where are we at here? A lot of the time, we, you write the music first, Isaac said in an interview last April. But a lot of the time, music and lyrics are simultaneous. At least for me. Jesus Christ, dude. This dude just like shits out full songs. Okay. <clears throat> for every person, it's pretty much different. So I think what Isaac has is the, that special thing that Matt Wixon has. Which is? The, just the ability to do what Matt Wixon does. Where he just writes a song, just, just like have, just like have a, like a feeling about something, and then just like pump out a song. <laughs> Can't communicate it verbally, but can like write a full album about what he's feeling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so wait. So what the hell is Umbop then? Like, just, I, like, I, like, I think I feel Umbop, like Umbop at, at its core is just it's just the soul of the Hansons, dude. Actually, you know what? It's just we did listen vibing. to it. We did listen to it not too long ago on the show talking about our musical history. And I remember listening to the first verse and I was like, damn, this song had actually had like a, cause it was like all about how you have to love what you have or, or before it's gone. Or I don't whatever. even remember there being actual lyrics. I just thought there's it was all lyrics. To the, there is a There's lyrics to Mbop. said we listened wild. to this recently. Yeah. Cause I remember we played it on the show, but I do, thought we went straight to covers. I don't remember. Nope. Well, it was a cover, but I listened to the lyrics of the cover oh, and I was okay. like, oh damn, this song's like actually about stuff. All right. Uh, for every person it's pretty much different but generally probably for us the music comes first you generally play in a certain key and find some more abstract chords sometimes it just comes to you Taylor concurs with Ike's assessment there's really no way to predict how you're going to write a write a what? write a what? we're on a cliffhanger I bet it's a song I bet it's a banger Ooh, you know what Chris is probably right. It's probably a banger. Damn, what if they're that ahead of the time? Right? If they're like, we just drop sick beats. Like, right. Damn right, bangers. <laughs> they're like, well, we write sins, not tragedies. What? <laughs> <laughs> the entire music industry is a lie. Yeah, they, it turns out Hanson has just been orchestrating like pop, punk, post, whatever. <clears throat> That is Mbop to the top. Everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bro Show. Uh, thank you, Wraith, for uh, bearing with us through that. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but the I last... Think... What's that? I said I thought it was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, but to kind of harken back, get us, bring us back into the radio show vibe, it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's two, two, two for Tuesday. We're we're doing it right, right? We got we got a twofer of Wraith. We, we made... got a twofer of Wraith because everybody's probably yeah. here to check out Wraith. They don't really care about the Moron Bros all that much. But <laughs> not only that, but Wraith picked out their own twofer. That was what I thought was most interesting. We had Wraith yeah. pick out their very own twofer for Two for Tuesday. So uh, Wraith, do you guys want to tell us what you picked and why? Honestly, I don't really remember what we. I want to say. Let's see if they remember. No guess, <laughs> guess, <laughs> guess, 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 and at the stake. You got okay. it. Got it. All right. Yeah. 
I think just something new, something a little older. People really like the record absolute power. Uh, at the stake is one that we're, you know, been dusting off in the practice room. So that might make its its live appearance soon. Nice. Uh, and then Gate Master, I think, has just kind of steadily become almost everybody in the band's favorite song. It's just so much fun to play live. Uh, and honestly, listen to, for that matter. I, I listened to Undo the Chains recently in my car randomly. And I like that song definitely hits a certain way. Yeah. I have been jamming Devil's Hour recently <laughs> a lot because uh, I kind of because like our hour, our, our show is an hour long. And then like we say Hail Satan at the very end of every show. So I'm like, ooh, the Devil's Hour kind of like nice. I love the song. <laughs> That's another one. That I, it's never not fun to play. I do that. Born to Die is a fucking jam. Uh, but I think we've literally almost played every Wraith song on the show due to March Madness. because, And they all jam. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got Wraith coming up next with Gate Masters. Wraith after that with At The Stake. And we will be right back with Wraith. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
listen, we listen to your fucking music so goddamn much. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my pops was running that shit on Spotify all the time, too. Oh, hell yeah. All right. At the stake uh, and Gatemaster, two for Tuesday there from Wraith. Thanks, guys, for uh, all the good music. Yeah, for real. Especially uh, in, in, in metal, because it seems like the thrash scene is, is the only thing that uh, has been providing me anything of interest. That's true. Yeah, what do you yeah, guys think that is? Good, a lot of good thrash records lately. A what do you guys of- think that is? That like it's just starting to re- like the that resurgence of thrash uh, over like I don't know I, how long do you even think that that's been? But it's I definitely have noticed. Uh, I think personally, like you know, and it's not that I, I dislike all of it, but I, I think it's kind of this real return to like roots with a lot of stuff. You're seeing it with the death metal scene too right now. So between thrash and death metal, it's like um, I think this return to the ethos of like a lot of the way this stuff is produced, you know, like the sounds, the tones, the production, um, the songs themselves, kind of the vibe, you know, just like the overall thing. I, I think thrash and death metal are really doing well with that right now. You know, I think there's a lot of bands that are coming out and, you know, they're obviously are big fans of, you know, the classics, the, the morbid angels. And, you know, um, I guess on the thrash side, you know, obviously like the big four bands, I think are where everyone goes back to, but then you have a lot of those other bands that I think have influenced this new generation, like the power trips of the world, you know, um, that, that type of vibe I think is, has been huge for all of us, you know, as, as kind of a new influence. And it's kind of interesting too, right? Cause it's like a new influence that's coming from old influences, uh, but it's just the way that that kind of goes through the the meat grinder of the new sounds and everything. So um, it's cool to see how strong it is, though, you know, and especially since shows have come back off the pandemic. I mean, that we've played a ton of shows and I've been to a ton of shows and the scene's doing really well, man, especially on, on the thrash side. Like the people are coming out. They're having a good time. There's a lot of great bands out there. So it's it's been really cool to see. Yeah, it was like out of nowhere. It went from. I used to, whenever I was thinking about like, oh, newer metal bands, like I couldn't really think of many. And then it seems like over the last probably three or four years, all of a sudden, like that 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 uh, gravel band. I've actually I've I've listened to them quite a bit, uh, even before you guys brought them to the show. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Like I did. There wasn't really that uh, like five years ago where I could just name like three, four like up and coming bands that were like really solid. Uh, and obviously, you guys being one of them, it's really cool. It's cool to see a lot of those uh, older bands that influenced to uh, taking the time to put out records over the pandemic and shit. Mm. Now that everything's kind of slowed down for everyone. Oh, who was that one we were playing not too long ago that like just put out a new record? Exodus put out a new album yeah, that recently. One. That Exodus record is really good. Yeah. Uh, do you guys hear the way Keegan says Exodus? And do you agree with it? I strongly disagree with the way Thank that he... Thank you. <laughs> what what okay. do you say? He, he said, say it? "Say it for us, Keegan." Exodus. Exodus. Eggs, that... Exodus, like eggs, okay. like you make an omelet. Exodus. See, I didn't that, even. Right? I didn't even realize I was throwing saying a hard, it wrong. You're throwing a hard G in there somewhere, and I just don't know where it's coming from. Exodus. X X, X Exodus. Yeah. Exodus. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it quickly. I'm just. I'm from the Midwest, CJ. You're saying I don't, quick- I don't the, the so, Midwest didn't choose me. CJ, or, I, I know you're a big uh, a big 
Exodus fan. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have heard the story or if we relate the story that uh, all the boys were in that golf cart mosh pit at Full Terror. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, it was I, funny. I see you guys had like some shows <clears throat> um, with them, and I think one got canceled because of the pandemic. Well, so we, a full terror, it was kind of an interesting like thing because I think we were going to play it, and I might be wrong on this now because it's it, that was all such a blur. But like we ended up uh, playing it in 2021, and um, I think we were supposed to play it in 2020. Yeah, I could be wrong on that, but uh, we ended up playing. And, you know, Exodus was on the bill and, you know, everyone was excited for it. You know, it was a a total blast. Like we played our set. It was a great turnout, super cool vibe. You know, we we camped there um, all week. So, I mean, we, you know, got to kind of hang out and meet a lot of cool people and everything. But uh, yeah, man, it was like they went right into Toxic Waltz and they had been kind of talking about it on stage. Like, oh, I heard someone said, you know, they're going to do a golf cart pit. And like, that's crazy. (laughs) and It's going to happen. Now's the time to do it. And I just remember Matt and I were standing towards the back of the pit. And, you know, I had been out there for a few songs, like a few choice choice cuts. You know, I was out there in the pit and everything else. And I remember we're standing at the back and I like, got a beer in my hand. And I like look over and I see uh, one of our, our, our friends and he's a fan named uh, Larry. Uh, he, he's in his golf cart with the headlights on and the headlights are just like piercing a, a hole in my brain because they're so damn bright. And then I see Mike, our Mike, Mikey Perp here. Um, like riding on the side of this golf cart (laughs) and all of a sudden there's this train of golf carts behind this dude and he gets it in the pit and somehow and i don't know how it happened and no one died but they had a golf cart mosh pit for toxic waltz and (laughs) it was absolute insanity and it was one of those things where it was the coolest thing you've ever seen technically a demolition derby at that point yeah, I mean, it basically was. It was just a bunch of drunk metalheads, like probably I'd say seven, eight deep on each of these golf carts. There's probably five carts in the pit. <laughs> I remember at one point being in the middle of all that, being on a golf cart, and then being on the outside. And it was like half a second away from someone getting their head squashed like a, a watermelon at any given time. Right. It's just... That it didn't happen is a miracle in and of itself, but it was super rad. Dude, the roofs were like collapsing on the golf carts and shit. And- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to surf on them. It was wild. It just has torn meniscus written all over it. That's awesome. Oh yeah, it was stupid. I mean, but it was it was super fun, and it was like one of those things where all the metal like blogs and shit, uh, news outlets like picked up on it uh, the weekend, you know, or the week after. Like everyone came back, and then like Monday morning we start seeing it. And I could see all of us in it. Like, there's a uh, one of the videos on like metal injection. You can see Matt and I like walking past the camera guy in the pit. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's a little Exodus story there for you. Sorry, Exodus story for Exodus. you. <laughs> I'm not saying I say it right. I'm just saying this the way I say it. I don't. I don't. I didn't don't do say, it on purpose. Say it wrong. Exodus. I have to just think just about it some, when I say put it. Put some Exodus. respect on their name. I. I give them all the respect. I promise. Uh, it was a it was a confusing album that new album they put out. Uh, Dayglo Abortions put out a new album over the pandemic, and they have another new one coming out. You've so talked I'm, about them multiple times this because I this love day. the Dayglo Abortions. Probably sh- you should probably show them what you're talking about before. before what? Before. We'll I'm show. Assuming that, after I'm the assuming show. that these guys know who the Dayglo Abortions are. 
I've heard of them. I don't I don't know if I couldn't tell you I've listened to them, but I the name is familiar. It's a they're a good time. Uh yeah, Violence put out a new uh kind of like an EP, I guess. Um I wanna say it was I don't know if it's at the beginning of this year or the end of last year because it's all kind of blurring together. Yeah, but that that was pretty cool blurred. too. Yeah, good to see them coming back. We've played uh played a show with them um last fall and then uh saw them again. Uh that was what I was telling you guys earlier. Um the corner and violence show at Reggie's was was super sick. I definitely hurt my back and took a few years off my life at that one, but that was a good time. Reggie's pits fucking they hurt, dude, because that uneven ground. That that slope. It's very hard and that slope. It's perfect for people just enjoying a concert viewing. Oh, you absolutely. Know? Uh it works the calves, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's hard ground. Uh, I think I've been most beat up at Reggie's Pits. So we have one last thing to do here on the Moron Bro Show before we get out of here. Uh, again, thanks to Wraith for joining us. But before we go, we have our death pool. Each week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. If uh, It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die. It's somebody that we think is going to die. And if we get it right, we'll have a pizza party right here on the show and if you go to any of our weekly posts and you tell us who you think is going to die between this show and the next you can get yourself a pizza door dashed to you on the moron bros that's right we'll door dash you a pizza uh and it doesn't matter if you get it right doesn't matter if we get it right doesn't matter who gets it right we will make a donation to the people's pizza party of chicago a nonprofit organization that brings supplies to the houseless of Chicago. Even if you don't want to partake, you should definitely take a look at that charity. They are good people helping folks out. Last week, I had Henry Kissinger. CJ, who'd you have? Uh, who did I have last week? Actually, did I have Henry Kissinger last week? Or did yeah, I you had Henry Kissinger and I had Gorbachev. Okay, you had Gorbachev. Yeah. Well, we didn't hit. Okay. I, I, I haven't considered who I'm going to pick at all. So I'm going to let everyone else um, make their picks. While I actually I think that's what I'm going to have to do, too. So we'll let Wraith go. Uh, boys, who do you, who, who do you, you think is going to die? I'm going to go first because I don't want it to be co-opted by someone else. So I'm going to pick someone who uh, has had a nice, long uh, life, lots of longevity, uh, lived to the fullest, uh, had a lot of successes. But I truthfully thought they were already uh, uh, among the dead. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Bob Barker. Okay. okay. Dude, I always think that he's dead too. Every yep. time we do this and CJ picks Bob Barker, I'm like, isn't he already uh, dead? No, nah, he's getting nope. that. He's getting that baby blood. I thought he was uh, dead. Yeah. Don't know about good. the baby blood, but uh he apparently is still alive. CJ loves to drop those in in into the show. You I I there's like times I listen to the show after the fact. <laughs> and I'm like, Damn, he, shit, he definitely said some shit that I didn't hear him say, but that's that's that. All right, uh, I'm gonna guess next, and I'm gonna say Jimmy Carter. Jimmy uh, Carter, nothing, nothing Solid. against, him, but he ain't gonna make it. Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, as far as presidents go, he seems like an all right guy. But you know what's crazy? Know. Well, what's crazy about I actually used to talk about this on stage with Jimmy Carter is like that guy. Most presidents we do, you used to do. Yeah, no, you used to do stage work with Jimmy Carter. No, when I I used to talk about this on stage about Jimmy Carter. Sorry. Uh, Jimmy Carter, like most presidents, when they get out of office, they like did terrible things and just don't care at all. Right. Like they just go about their day. Jimmy Carter had to have done some of the worst shit imaginable because that guy has just been building homes for homeless since he got out of office. 
Like, he's got to be really trying to make up for some shit. But anyway, Jimmy Carter, Matt's pick. Mike, Chris? I'll take it from here because mine is somewhat related to Matt's pick. Speaking of our uh, presidential candidates, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Lumpy Joseph Biden. I don't know. Mashed Potato Head Joe, whatever they're calling him these days. (laughs) Joe Brandon? I don't know. Yeah, Brandon. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a freak accident or just kind of life catching up to him (laughs) or someone's going to fucking execute him with a machete or something fucked up is going to happen, but he's, he's my pick. I think he's actually, he might fall into the gorilla cage at the zoo. That's, that's my, (laughs) my call. Dude, if we could, if you can call the shot that specific, I think we get that's like two pizza parties. That's pizza parties till the end of the year. That's That's extra breadsticks for sure. That's like some, (laughs) That's some Babe Ruth pointing to the left field shit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, the type of guy that's going to shoot a gorilla is going to accidentally take out Sleepy Joe first. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sleepy Joe. Oh, man. So many names. Chris? Chris, Chris, what do you got for us? Since Keegan doesn't remember your name, I'll say Chris. What do you you'll, got you'll, for you'll us? take it over for there. All right. I'm going to say Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Oh. He's 84 years old. Yeah. William Cosby. They let him out of prison. He's doing so bad. You call him Sleepy Bill if you think about it. Wild Billy Cosby. Well, he's awake. Easy now. (laughs) Off the radar, off the grid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I, I was doing some thinking while you guys were making your picks, and I think I've got mine. All right. I'm gonna go. I, got, I think I've got mine too. I'm gonna go tragically, but also, I mean, it kind of tracks. Uh, Dave Mustaine. Okay. Damn. I think yeah. at this at this point, um, yeah, his music would be better if he just. Well, I saw that video of him like things. hanging out at like a rock show. He was like sitting in the crowd at a show, and yeah. like nobody knew who he was or whatever. But he kind of looked like shit. I don't see how he gets away with that. He still pretty much looks like himself. Well, yeah. Just older. Yeah. I mean, from behind, I'd still hit it. <laughs> as long as he got the orange hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I watched, I watched that Pistol docu-series thing this week. Okay. And, um, you know, my, my wife doesn't really know much, if anything, about the Sex Pistols. Okay. Uh, except for the Sid and Nancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was showing her pictures of Johnny Rotten today, which if you want to feel better about how you're looking, <clears throat> go ahead and give that a goog. Uh, so I'm going with Johnny Rotten cause he's a giant, giant fat piece of shit with the stupidest haircut I've ever fucking seen. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, that guy's so shitty. That guy sucks so bad. Yeah. I just look right. He looks terrible. <laughs> he's awful, man. Yeah. John Layden is not doing good. Um, that's a solid pick, actually, now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know how I missed that one, but those are our picks for Deathpool. Go to any of our social medias. Let us know who you think is going to yeah, die. What if the queen outlives Johnny Rotten? That'd be something. That would be hilarious. <laughs> are you kidding me? That would be the, That's oh. like the ultimate fuck you. What if she just waited like an extra day to live? Just, yeah, just she waited. Johnny. <laughs> That's why the queen is alive. these so nuts, you son of a bitch. <laughs> she just... <laughs> It'd be perfect, dude. It'd be perfect. 
Oh, okay. Well, that is the last thing that we have to do here. Guys, do you guys want to give us a, a little bit of a plug? Say goodbye to the listeners. Yeah, you got some shows coming up. Our next show is in Cleveland, July 17th with Bewitcher and a bunch of other great bands. And honestly, I every, every time I do a podcast or interview or have the chance to plug the band, uh, Instagram's probably our most active account. It's at Ray Thrash. There's a link tree on Instagram that will point you in any direction. Uh, best way to support bands and artists in general is to buy something from them, specifically merchandise. So if you're looking to help a band, um, check out our band camp. We always try to focus on t-shirts and making, you know, cool merch for people to wear, but, uh, check out at Ray thrash on Instagram. Linktree will take you anywhere you need to go. I actually yeah. have a little something in the works for next weekend. <laughs> be on the lookout on our Twitch channel. Uh, we might have some, I might be buying some Wraith merch to give away on the channel. So be on the lookout there. Also be on the lookout. Bandcamp does Bandcamp days where they give 100% of all revenue to the bands. Um, so if you're really going to splurge on a day, uh, keep that in mind. Uh, it looks like the next one is going to be in September. They're taking a couple months off, but yeah, if you're going to do it, try and do it on one of those Bandcamp Fridays. Um, 100% of the profit goes to the artist. I will have all your guys' links posted up with the, uh, with the episode description as well as on our Instagram and all of our links this week. Guys, it has been awesome hanging out, catching up with you guys after, I think, like we said, like 12 years. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Yeah, it's been yeah, a- Thanks for having us on. Man, it's Appreciate been great. It. Chris, uh, Matt, Mike, Jason, got it that time. There you go. Put me right in the front. My name is Keegan. <laughs> I'm CJ. We are the Moron Bros. Make sure to come back next Tuesday. CJ, what are we playing? We got the gavel coming up next with Trial by Fire. Be Witcher after that with Speed. Tell you bleed. This is the Moron Bros. Show here at realpunkradio.com. We'll see you next week. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan.
Keep